Hey everyone, welcome to episode 8 of Flat Chat. I'm Josh. And I'm Nancy. And we have a special guest joining us for this special episode. Yes, it's Travis Fontenot, a very good friend of mine, and he's here for a special reason. How are you doing, Travis? I'm great, Nancy. How are you? I'm wonderful. Happy New Year, guys. Happy Happy New New Year. Year. What did you do for New Year's? I did. I had a family get together. Kind of everybody just brought like a side dish, kind of ate. You didn't make it to midnight, did you, Josh? I didn't. It was like eleven forty-five-ish. <laughs> we always joke that Josh. If you're not familiar with the show, Travis, we always joke about Josh being an old man. And I knew he wasn't going to make it till midnight. It's fun. I usually am too. Yeah. In my defense, I, I totally could have made it to midnight if I wanted to. Sure. I'm at the point where it's like I don't care. It's New Year, or whatever. I'm going to bed. Sure. <laughs> Travis and I actually went out last night to uh, my best friend Gretchen's house. She and her husband, Jeff, had a little tiny dinner party. There were seven of us there. We did some fireworks. She cooked some great food, and we had a good time. And we were both yawning, I think, toward midnight. We were. I looked at Nancy right after midnight. Yeah. And I was like... Nancy, we're done. When are we really leaving? <laughs> I was tired. We had like an hour drive back home, almost an, a little over an hour probably back home. But to Nancy, uh, Nancy rescued me because I wasn't planning on doing anything. I'm just, I'm in town visiting. She's like, what are you doing? She said, come with me. I kidnapped so him basically. You did, and thank you because it was a great memory last night hanging out. <laughs> it was. It was so great. I had to wake her up this morning at 1030. I know. Had to call like, week he Nancy me, up. He's, what time did you text me? Like it's seven thirty, and then it was like ten thirty. I was like, I wonder what's up with that. I never replied to that message. So like three hours later, he's calling me, and I'm like, uh, Wake up, beautiful. Uh, <laughs> and I look, I kind of see through the window. There's daylight. I'm like, what time is it? She sounded messed up. She really did. I did. <laughs> I, and I didn't even. I had what like a small glass of wine and the little pineapple thing. Pineapple we behaved. Thing. We did behave. We last did. Night. You I've been up since eight. I don't know what I don't know how you made that. <laughs> we were actually at Josh's watching the uh, the Harry Potter reunion special, and there was what maybe thirty minutes left in the show, and I'm like, pause it. I need to walk next door to the dollar store and get some. Five she couldn't energy. power through the final thirty minutes. I couldn't. I couldn't because I didn't. Who's you know lagging? Josh had a good night's sleep and you didn't. Yeah, because you know why? I knew we were getting together to watch that and had to come here, so I was like, I need to go to bed a little early. Hey, the fact that I'm here right now. <laughs> Shows you, like, how much I powered through. We'll talk about the Harry Potter special yes. and, of course, the big, big news, the passing of Betty White this oh, week. Oh, my God. We'll, we'll tell you how Travis and I uh, honored her last night. Oh, then so much more coming up. First, we're get to the news. some news around New Year's and one of the favorite things to do besides being around people is watch all the New Year's celebrations on TV and last night Miley Cyrus was performing at a New Year's party she was singing party in the usa you know we all love it we're, it's a bop it's a jam it's a vibe as they, they say mm-hmm. <laughs> um but she started out with a wardrobe malfunction and when we hear wardrobe malfunction we instantly, we instantly think about the super bowl right yes we think janet about jackson. Janet. janet jackson and mm-hmm. that well Miley's wasn't as as big <laughs> or as iconic i guess it won't go down well, literally not as big as janet's you know chest is we, we, oh we nice joke there we won't go there yeah we won't go there uh miley she started off singing and her something just happened at the very top mm. of her song her top was coming off you see her holding her chest holding the shirt on and she's singing live which is great it's, it's kind of a rare form now with some mm-hmm. of the stars you know it's always especially in the media we want things mm-hmm. to be perfect in entertainment for the, the value of it mm. well she's holding on to it you can hear her, she's like well hold on <laughs> as she's holding on to her top and she just walks off stage the music's still going 
She's still singing. She's still singing. Her lyrics are messing up. She kind (laughs) of, the song keeps going on. She fixes it, comes right back on stage, Mm -hmm. like, you know, not missing a beat per se. And she changes the lyrics in the song. Um, in the in the one of the verses, it says, "Everybody's looking at me now," <laughs> but she changed it so slightly, which made it hilarious, and the crowd loved it. it said, "Everybody's definitely looking at me now," <laughs> you know, referencing her wardrobe malfunction. But she handled it like the pro. The crowd loved it and moved on, and that's a consummate entertainer. I like Miley. She doesn't hilarious. take herself that seriously. You know, she's she's actually pretty funny. And what what the thing is, how could she not expect a wardrobe malfunction? Because I saw her outfit when she turns it's strapless for one thing and when she turns around it's backless so how is it staying up but she did laugh at herself she's like even with this malfunction i'm still wearing more clothes than i normally do on stage <laughs> she's right but you like said she doesn't take herself seriously which is fantastic yeah. what's one of the things that make her a great entertainer she doesn't take herself seriously no and what's even more is that now she follows in the footsteps of her godmother dolly parton because Dolly had a famous wardrobe malfunction during a, an award show where she popped out of her top. I want to compare and, her breasts with the other breasts? Or well, of course, good? it's going to be bigger than Janet. But, you know, <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, Dolly covered it up, like, beautifully, where she said, what was the quote? Um, well, my daddy always said you can't put five pounds, no, 10 pounds of potatoes in a five-pound sack. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you should just take it after her godmother. Maybe something like this is going to happen, though, when they put her and, what is it, Pete Davidson? from SNL together they were hosting the New Year's thing so Uh you knew something crazy would happen absolutely everybody pulls out the stops for New Year's it just makes it Mm -hmm. fun you know lighthearted trip into the new year Mm -hmm. right even like CNN they do like you know they cover it but it's all goofiness and silliness they have fun too because well, they're, they're drinking the whole night like anderson exactly. cooper and yeah. usually uh, <laughs> kathy griffin's with him and they're just drinking the whole night mm-hmm. it gets funnier the uh, the later it goes <laughs> some sad news to uh john madden the nfl coaching and broadcasting mm-hmm. legend you know he's known this generation by the madden video game right, but he was right. a yeah. great coach and a great broadcaster as well he passed away at 85 and what's weird is fox had just did a little documentary on him for christmas day Aww. and then Right after that, he passed away. So thoughts and prayers with his family. Oh yeah, I mean, I don't know anything about sports, but of course, I've always heard the Madden. You know, <laughs> yeah, name. the Madden game. Yeah, yeah, because my brother would always play that. My cousin, so it was always Madden this, Madden that. So I do recognize the name, even though I'm not a sports person. Mm-hmm. But an even more recognizable name that people everywhere know is Betty White, and unfortunately, she passed away yesterday at the age of 99, just oh. before her 100th birthday, which was going to be January 17th. My gosh, right no. before she reached 100. But technically, if you think about it, <laughs> with all the leap years that she's lived through, she's lived through 24 leap years. So that gives her 20 extra days on this earth. So technically, if you want to look at it in this way, she made it to 100. She, she would have technically been 107, 100 years and seven days. Or if you really want to get technical, and there's about uh, 2 billion people who follow the lunar calendar. Uh-huh. Betty White was 103 years young, if you go by the lunar calendar. Wow. Just an icon. I know. What was funny is uh, I was watching Avengers Endgame, the scene where Iron Man dies, okay, uh-huh. which is heart-wrenching. I knew it was coming again. Spoilers, I'm rewatching Josh. it. Spoilers. It's heart-wrenching. If they haven't okay. watched it by now. <laughs> yeah. No, no, shoot. I was, I was yeah. re-watching it, and uh, I was looking at my phone at the same time, and mm-hmm. then... I see Betty White 
passed mm. away. And I didn't believe it at first. I was actually afraid to post it on our station's Facebook page. So I made sure TMZ is reporting because I didn't want no backlash. Wait, and she has had a hoax on her death yeah. before. Oh, and yeah, people's always been talking too. about it. Right. You know, like, Betty White, I think we put it in the universe and we made it happen. Like, when's Betty White going to die? We just keep talking about it. And we were supposed to protect her at all costs as a nation. And we clearly did not understand the Last assignment. Last day of the year. I know. And she was about to have her 100th birthday celebration in theaters where you could celebrate with her by watching all of her, her best moments, you know, in a theater. And she would be celebrating from her home because she hasn't left her home because of COVID in a couple of years, just very briefly. It makes you wonder that played a role in it, too. I know when older people, they retire, they stay home, mm-hmm. they don't do a whole lot. They kind of yeah. go down a little bit. Maybe that played a fact that she couldn't be the workhorse that she has been forever. Oh, you think that you know? kind of made yeah, her just kind of... Yeah, maybe staying at home, you, you, you know, you lose a little bit. Oh. No, well, no, I'm just sad. <laughs> we, did, we did something special for her last night. We did. So we were at um, our my friend's house. So at um, right at New Year's, we were holding some Roman candles, and we held them up, kind of like Harry Potter. Like, they hold up the wands, <laughs> the wands whenever yeah. Dumbledore dies. You know, I know spoilers, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> you haven't seen that yet. <laughs> you haven't seen that. Yeah, at midnight. And then what did we do? We, uh, you know, we, we held up our wand, our Roman candle for Betty. Right. And instead of playing Old Lang Syne, we played the theme song to... Uh, Golden Girls, you know, thank, thank you for, you being, for a being a friend. Thank you for being a friend. You know, because New Year's, it's appropriate. It's reflecting on the year, ref- right. your friends, your your memories of what just happened and going into the new year. That's basically so. what the theme song is. You know, that's what uh, Old Lang Syne is about, being with, you know, friends and family and, yeah, and reflecting. And that's what thank you the for being a friend is. The old and the is. new and we're going yeah. into a new year, new friends. And yeah. and it's, it's uh, she's finally with the other girls because they all died before she I did. Know. And so now it's a golden reunion. How sweet. I know. Rest in peace, Betty White. I know. Travis, I'm so glad you're here today because I'm tired of getting my butt whipped and yes or BS, so today's your turn. Yes, I'm the reigning queen of yes or BS. (laughs) Barely. Just by hair. No, by a lot, although I'm not keeping track, although I know I get way more right. All right. Bring it on. That's right. So now you get to take over uh, for Josh. What's the topic? The topic is going to be Betty White, as specifically as Rose on the Golden Girls. So it's going to be Rose questions. Oh, straight to my heart. I know, right? (laughs) All right. Question number one, Travis. Betty was the third youngest actress in the Golden Girls. Yes or BS? Yes or BS? I say BS. <gasps> that is right. Yeah. Nice. You would think it would be Sophia. You think it would be Estelle Getty, but no, it was it was Rose. It was Betty White. And question number two. Betty was originally cast to play Blanche instead of Rose. Yes or BS? I say yes. <gasps> You're right. You're doing really good at this. Are these yeah. all yes for you, Nancy? <laughs> yes. Originally, she was supposed to play Blanche, but um, Betty had already played a role in um, the Mary Tyler Moore show, where she was kind of like the sex, you know, sexy one. And Blanche had already played a role before, where she was a ditzy one. That was in Maud, I believe. And so they wanted to switch. They wanted to play different parts, and it worked out perfectly. I'd say she, so. She she works perfectly <laughs> as a rose. I don't. I could picture her as a Blanche based on Mary Tyler Moore show, but. But I loved Rose was just perfect for her. I loved it. Okay, ready for question number three. In the show, Rose's real father, her biological father, was a rabbi. Yes or BS? Yes or BS? I say BS. That's right. Nice guess. (laughs) He was actually a monk. A monk. Yes. And what's funny is that um, for a while she thought. 
So yeah, actually in the in the show for a while she thought her father was Bob Hope because she never knew her birth father. So she thought it was Bob Hope, but then come to find out when she was working at a hospital, it she happened to be waiting on her her real father who belonged to a silent order and her mother fell in love with him. She was working at the monastery and they uh they produced Rose. She was left on a doorstep. <laughs> I wonder what pickup line he used. I don't think he used anything. Like she just started talking and he was like and he actually said in the show, um, we were a silent order, so that was refreshing because she was talking too much, like Rose talks too much. <laughs> Apparently like I'm doing right now. Okay, so let's go. <laughs> next question. <laughs> okay, next question. Rose babysits a piano playing chicken named Count Lessie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I she did babysit a piano playing chicken. Yeah. Um, named Count Lessie. Yes or BS. Yes or BS. Very specific. I say it's BS on the name. You're right. It's actually Count ah, Bessie with a Bessie. B. Bessie. I do remember that episode where the animal played the piano. Yes. And Sophia's sister was there, and they all thought that she cooked the chicken because they kept it in the garage, and the chicken went missing, and they had chicken that night for dinner, and they asked her where did you know she get the chicken from the garage, but mm-hmm. she met like the refrigerator in the garage. <laughs> but later, Count Bessie showed up. So. so far, perfect score. So let's in see. case you're not keeping track, Josh. Perfect score. I know you missed one. Didn't you miss no, one? No, he didn't miss no. any. No, he got him right. I thought you missed one. No, I have not. maybe there's one that you were close to missing, but yeah, you guessed right. He was close. Yeah. Okay, so here's our last question. Rose's husband Charlie had a heart attack when they were making love, and that's how he died. <laughs> yes or BS? Yes or BS? Yes. You're right. Perfect score. I remember the wow. episode, but I had to think, okay, Blanche is usually the one talking about sex. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but Rose Rose didn't want to get back in a relationship because she thought she killed her husband because of that. Right. There's a whole episode based on this that was survivor's the, kind of guilt type of thing. It is. And it was in the early season at that because she was going on a cruise with a guy who actually was the actor who played Miles in the later episodes, but it was a different character uh, in the earlier uh, seasons. And she was afraid to go away with him. And when the girls finally pulled it out of her, she, you know, it's because she's like, well, I killed my husband because I slept with him. And then... She kind of plays a choke on him and, and says, oh, yeah, I slept with him. And he died, like the new guy. And she's like, oh, my God. She said, yeah. And then the sheriff, he wanted me to prove that I kill men by sleeping with him. He said, prove it. Sleep with me. So I slept with the sheriff and he died. And <laughs> I love Rose. So who's your favorite golden girl if you oh. had to choose? I mean, I do love them all, but Sophia was so, <laughs> so fiery. And I kind of want to be that person when I'm that age just say what's on my mind and just go about my business and not worry about anybody for the last 20 years i think i've been a dorothy but now i'm starting to be a blanche in my blanche? older years yeah i think i, I like dorothy too <laughs> yeah just a sarcasm i i'm very much a dorothy i to me she had some of the funniest lines like mm-hmm. just she gets that dig in everybody like my favorite is um uh, she tells Blanche she's been under more sailors than a nautical toilet. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. I'm sure a lot she of people have... would be binge watching that on Hulu. Yeah. Now, yeah. I it was last night. I got home late, and I turned the TV on on one of the streaming channels, and it was already programmed list of mm. honor the memory of Betty White, Aww. and it was just like here's all the episodes of this, here's all the things that she has done, and they were on top of it and for it to be on a holiday like that too and they already had all that ready and prepared it's pretty impressive 
they do that for a lot of celebrities when they get up there in age. Like they just now have stuff ready. <laughs> they have. It's true. They keep like death files on wow. celebrities. Though they have their their bios all written up in articles, and they just pull them out whenever people die. Cool. Yeah, and uh, what's well, kind of morbid, but yeah, it's cool too. Um, <laughs> it is morbid. It's also cool. <laughs> but see, I did love her in Mary Tyler Moore and in Mama's Family too. She was in like the first one or yeah. two seasons of Mama's Family, which is interesting because she later had kind of a love interest in Golden Girls with I forgot the actor's name, but he played Vincent, her brother in Mama's Family. So it's weird <laughs> to see them kissing. And <laughs> I I loved Mama's Family. Me too. And I remember Mary Tyler Moore show growing mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Can't remember a whole lot. I remember Mary tossing her cap up. Right. It, that's a, the, iconic. the most iconic image in my mind, but right. I, I don't remember a whole lot of episodes. I, I guess I was too young at the time to remember plot I'm and Nick at night at that. I remember... Um, well, I used to love some Nick at night. Man. Me too. Nick at night. Absolutely. <laughs> As a young kid, like Snick at Saturday night, Snick, Nick at night. Yes. Are You Afraid of the Dark was my uh, favorite yeah. show. Love that one. I submit for the... The Midnight Society. The Midnight Society. The tale of whatever. the monkey's paw. Or and whatever. they would throw in... The, Some the, magic dust. The <laughs> dust and the fire. And it would, Speaking of magic. <gasps> yes. Sounds about Harry Potter. Right. Absolutely. Oh All right. I know I'm a guest, but I am a huge Harry Potter proud nerd, and I <laughs> live for it. You're no. a big old Potterhead. Josh is too, evidently, because... I walked into his house today, <laughs> and Josh just says, nice shirt. And I'm like, hey, thanks. And I look up, we're wearing the same exact <laughs> Hogwarts alumni long sleeve shirts. I fell in love with this design when I went. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't usually buy a whole lot of shirts, but like, I love this design. So I was like, I have to have it. How come you don't get one for me? Now I'm like odd, the oddball. You got to go to Orlando. I did. You need to take a trip. I did. I mean, that was back in 2014. Well, in this shirt wasn't out in 2014. No. <laughs> no. And in 2014, I was there my very yes. first trip to Universal. And Nancy just happened to be at That's Universal crazy. Studios. With another Travis. At the same time with her friend <laughs> Travis. How many Travis do you have Coast. as friends? I don't know. Like, just at least a couple. And, like, uh, <laughs> and we actually met. In the Harry Potter land, well, London, mm-hmm. right outside of Diagon Alley, right. and Nancy and I took a picture. There's the the phone booth from the movies. Yeah, it's for the, the you know the it's guest for the Ministry entrance of Magic. to the Ministry I want to of see Magic. That photo. And we have a photo together. When We're I call Nancy, it it's what our, pops up on her phone. We'll put it up on our Facebook page, and you and you could see it. But that's yeah, awesome. whenever that's my picture for Travis when, when he calls me, it's the Ministry. <laughs> Are you calling me right now so Josh can see the picture? No, we can put it up on the Facebook. Yeah, okay, we'll put it up on the Facebook. That's fine. So yeah, and that was so much fun and you actually had a behind the scenes tour at that time i had a friend who worked there mm. and he took off a couple of days because he knew i was coming and uh we got to do some a lot of fun things and he gave me some inside scoop of some things nice what things did you learn well most of it was in the harry potter land because it was still new the mm-hmm. um it's two different lands at Universal Studios. You have the Islands of Adventure side, which is Hogsmeade and Hogwarts Castle, mm-hmm. and the um, Universal Studios side, which is London, Diagon Alley, Nocturne Alley mm-hmm. area, and uh, that one had just opened up that summer. And so this was November, actually, mm-hmm. and so it's still some things were yet discovered but he gave me some other things of universal studios but uh, it's background knowledge behind the scenes tours of like the men in black attraction and things oh but, nice, nice. Uh, but i was there for harry potter so and, <laughs> and we'll stay on track talking about harry potter nobody i can basically live in, in that land no, nobody cares about men in black how old is that movie now <laughs> like, 
Now, no the offense, whole, Will Smith. The whole reason <laughs> we're talking about Harry Potter is because they just released uh, what last night, mm-hmm. um, midnight, the, the the special, the reunion special, but the twentieth anniversary, mm-hmm. which we watched at my house. And, we uh, did. I, Comparing it to the Friends reunion special, because that's the one HBO did last year. I did year, not watch that. I did. It, I, I found <laughs> I it was disjointed. It was kind of all over the place. It was. This was very well produced, I mm. thought, and it was just very well. It was kind of long, but it goes through the entire series. You know? I know, and every time the music came on, especially Hedwig's theme, I just got goosebumps. And then it got sad when they were remembering all the actors who died, and then it got to uh, Alan Rickman, and I'm like, no, Every time I hear Hedwig's theme, it feels like, home and if you don't know what Hedwig's theme is it's that classic the all those uh, songs all those sounds you know when you walk into the wizarding world at Orlando mm-hmm. you hear all that playing so it, absolutely all that. Right. it's home it's comfort and mm-hmm. it's just fantastic to be in those those worlds we read up in the book and imagine in our own heads and then we saw the movies mm-hmm. over 10 years and then now we can go visit these places that were recreated it's just and they've done it's such a nerd it's the yeah. little the child in me comes alive and i hope oh, i never lose that but it's nostalgia and that's so on trend right now it is if, if you will yeah. it's on trend's kind of a weird word to use <laughs> Oh, using the word on trend is probably not going to be on trend in a little while. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, though. Like nostalgia, like Cobra Kai, the whole Karate Kid thing. Mm-hmm. You look at, um, what's the other show I was thinking of? Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. They're bringing that back. Are some, they? Yes, they're rebooting that with another cast. Will Smith is going to be involved. Some Do you way. know I met Uncle Phil before, James Avery? Really? At a dog park That's when I awesome. lived in California. And he actually, I wanted to talk to him so bad. He had two giant Bouviers, which were giant dogs. And I had a little dog, a little mutt, okay? And they loved my dog a little too much. Like They were trying to hump him or whatever. And Jones was like, <laughs> get these dogs away from me. So I was like, oh, okay, trying to get him away. But then I saw James Avery was starting to leave, go back to his car. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to let him go without talking to him. I don't know what to say. So I'm kind of walking next to him, and I'm like, what am I going to say? So I just thought, I pretended like there was something or I was looking for something on my shoe and said, man, you really got to watch where you walk around here. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I talked to James Avery. I talked to Uncle Phil. So what did y'all think about the uh, reunion special? I know it was long oh. for you because you were falling asleep. I'm sure you were that's like, man, this damn was, thing don't end. That's because I wasn't an old woman and went to bed before midnight last night, Joshua. <laughs> I stayed up late. I didn't get to bed till about three o'clock in the morning. I had to go get some five-hour energy extra strength. <laughs> but it was awesome. It was just I love seeing the actors. They were just so happy to be back. And the they all look the same and, too. It's crazy. They, they do. do. Yeah. No one really aged a whole lot. They brought mm-hmm. back a lot of the main characters. Yeah. Yeah. Only was, one I noticed was Miss Weasley that wasn't there. She wasn't there, and. Um, Warwick Davis, right, right. who plays Flitwick, Flitwick Professor Flitwick. And, um, he plays a number the, of the Goblin right. characters. That's true. He wasn't on the, there. in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played like, three different characters throughout all the different movies. I don't remember the other. I just remember Flitwick and w- at least one of the other uh, Goblins. I don't remember the other one. He uh, Grip Hook. Yeah, Grip was Hook one was, of the Goblins, mm-hmm. and I think there was one other character yeah. he played. Okay. Now they did have the guy who played Dobby. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The voice of Dobby. Yeah, the voice of he Fortnite. was there. Yeah, it so was wonderful. It was, it was nostalgic. It was great to hear mm-hmm. their thoughts on looking back at their childhood growing up on this, but how they realize that story has played a role in so many of our lives. Right. When we were growing up, they mentioned how it helped people begin reading. People who had never picked up a book, mm-hmm. and that was my case. I was, I think, a sophomore or junior in high school mm-hmm. when the. Th- 
third book was coming out and I was like, what is this? What's this Harry Potter? <laughs> so I picked up the first book and I did not stop. And the first one I actually purchased was Goblet of Fire myself. And after I got through the three books I borrowed from an aunt or something. But I, yeah, fourth book, when it came out, I was there to buy it, and I... They mentioned that, yes. too, because at the time, they said before the first book came out, people were somehow reading, and books were mm-hmm. kind of going down. Like, not a lot of people were into that anymore. Uh, and then that came out and changed the whole game. I didn't start reading the books until I was 30 years old. So, I mean, I, I mean they were certainly out before that, but... It, it was almost like if there's too much hype around something, like I don't want anything to, to do with it. I try to avoid it because yeah. I'm tired of hearing about it. But when I worked at a TV station and we had to run, you know, like the different networks, well, during the holidays, they would play Harry Potter, like on ABC or whatever. And I was, had to be forced to sit there and watch it. And I was like, you know, this is actually pretty good. I think I want to start reading this. Oh, the books are so much better. I know. Oh, and, absolutely. I just reread them last year. So right before... COVID happened. Mm-hmm. It was around January. I just picked up the books again. I just started rereading them and I forgot so many details. I need to reread them. And then, you know, you know what happened. We won't talk about it much. <laughs> it carried me through the beginning of it because yeah. I read all seven books again. And it was just it was just a trip down memory lane. But you actually um, had uh, more experiences. Like you got to see the actors in person. I. <laughs> <laughs> so my background is theater, it's entertainment. And uh, I was in You're New York. You're being very modest. You have a master's degree in theater. <laughs> well, he said his background's in theater. <laughs> I, I've done theater. I've worked on film sets. Yes. I've been a, uh, done different types Love of entertainment. Experience. Stage actor. Li- live experience. Commercials. Yeah. <laughs> and I was in New York one summer. I was a theater teacher, so I went to a workshop, a conference, and we had tickets to a show. And the show was How to Succeed on uh, in business without really trying. And Daniel Radcliffe was the star of the show. This is back in the... 2011 mm-hmm. and so I saw Daniel Radcliffe live on stage and little did I know that Rupert Grant so Ron mm-hmm. uh, Tom Felton which is Malfoy Draco, Draco Malfoy, Malfoy mm-hmm. and Matt Matthew Lewis who plays Neville mm-hmm. was also at the same show and as we're walking out the curtains open on stage and they start cleaning it and on the stage were the three of them so I just yell out Rupert and they all looked as we're walking out the building <laughs> and this was right before the premiere of Deathly Hallows so they were in New York uh. to support you know uh, Daniel on stage but also just a couple days later was the big premiere of the final movie but it was mm-hmm. awesome to see them as a little neat surprise I know. um just kind of run into them <laughs> i enjoyed that other special too is uh hearing the backstories behind the scenes you know yeah. of being involved in those movies and the funny little stories they have with each other and seeing them as little kids when they first got cast they're so tiny and they cute were. and hearing their auditions they were like oh i bombed this but then they're like <laughs> i ended up getting it and it was just how they were just so nonchalant they were like i'm just happy to be here and emma watson was talking about how she almost didn't want to continue with the later movies because she was i didn't even know that ex- that's crazy me either and she because she was experiencing like the the fame of it it was getting to be a little too much for her the, the downfall of that you know right. the attention and you know she's probably 16 17 at this time mm-hmm. and she's trying to just live as a lot of these young actors and performers are and everything's just focused on them i'm just trying to live right right and um, so you've actually experienced more of Harry Potter than us because you actually were in London and you took the train cross country, right? I did. Look, I told I'm you I was so a nerd, and I, I <laughs> literally took the Hogwarts Express. <laughs> the Hogwarts. No, it wasn't. It wasn't the Hogwarts Express, uh, but it no. really was. Like <laughs> in your heart, it was. was. In my heart, kind of was. In your mind, um, I, like I said, I'm a huge nerd. Yeah. And uh, a few years ago, I did a trip in Europe, 
and I went to London. And so I was I was in Scotland, which is actually where the Hogwarts Castle mm-hmm. is based. So from I went to Edinburgh, where J.K. wrote the story. She went to university. The Edinburgh Castle is like the inspiration for Hogwarts. It's like literally a castle on a cliff, mm-hmm. just like what right. Hogwarts is. <laughs> you go through a cemetery that's back there. Um, kind of in the view of the coffee shop where she wrote a lot of the books. And some of the tombstones, you read them, she borrowed names. There's actually a tombstone for um, McGonagall, the last name McGonagall. I didn't even know that. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, she got the name Voldemort from down, down there, Tom Riddle. is actually a tomb that says oh, Tom wow. Riddle. I didn't know that. So she borrowed names from tombs, which is a great place to get names for when you're writing a book. So not everybody's <laughs> name, Sally and Jack and, you know, all the basic names. Right. Um, but I went, I was in Glasgow, Scotland as well, and I took the train down six hours all the way into King's Cross Station oh. in London. There's, you know, platform nine and three quarters in there, so it's a gift shop. Mm-hmm. And went through there, I have a picture of me, it says, check you later, muggles. And it's me <laughs> holding onto the cart, and it's halfway through a wall, they have a little section set up at the King's Cross Station. And I did a, the studio tour. You can go to London and take and tour the actual sets at the film studio where they filmed everything. Oh. So we're watching this little kind of video clip in this little small theater room. And this whole wall is a screen. And this screen, once the movie's done, starts rising. Oh and I'm like holding onto my seat and it reveals the big, tall, I mean, 20, 25 feet, 30 feet tall, Dang. golden doors of the great <laughs> Hall, and um, I have a picture on my phone. It's a person standing in front of it for scale. And these, these have to be 30 some odd feet tall. And this huge, person's yeah. dwarfed, they're massive. Then they had the stone uh, guards on the outside mm. that McGonagall actually like, activates in the movie. Where she says, I've always wanted to use that stone. Yes. <laughs> and then you, the doors open into the great hall. And these are the actual sets the tables are there the fireplaces so at that point you're fanboying sure. uh, oh, oh, i am losing my collection you have to change your underwear here. like just we won't talk about that <laughs> and so you tour the sets and you go through and the different things and one of the rooms is the um the yule ball mm. and you can actually see privet drive the night bus the set pieces of like the big chess people the animatronics of dobby and buckbeak mm. it was a dream and then while in London I did a walking tour of filming locations it was I told you I'm a nerd <laughs> and I, I you don't love have to keep it, it. You're normal been, to us. I know but the, there's no shame in being a nerd no. I went to London and I was like while I'm here I have to do this yes oh absolutely that would be it's my main reason go. for going to London <laughs> it's not because you lost something in London yeah <laughs> A lot of people like, oh, I want to go to London. I want to go to uh, to Abbey Road, see where the Beatles film the cut. Like, no, I'm going to take the walking tour of uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> that would be me. Nope. Forget everything else. Yeah. Yes, Big Ben. I don't need to see Big Great, Ben. Great. That's like, fine. Just... Well, technically, it's Elizabeth Tower. Big Ben is the bell inside the tower. But, you know, learned that while I was over there. Okay, I learned something. I did not know While that, I was actually. there. You know, I got a little culture there besides Harry Potter. Educational. I like that. It yeah. was. It was. <laughs> I was the wild one. I went by myself. Yeah. And uh, it was two weeks across Europe. I went to Ireland, Scotland, England. Mm. Uh, I met friends along the way. I knew people out there. Okay. So we had like dinner and different things. Nice. But uh, mainly by myself, I was just nerding alone. Why didn't you invite me? <laughs> no <reason>. Next topic. <laughs> Last thing I have. Is, I'm dying to know this. Will the original cast ever come back for like a Cursed Child movie where they kind of do something? You know, at the I really don't there. think they will. They've they've done their part. They're kind of moved on. 
I really don't think. Really? Because I was surprised they did this. We were talking. There was like a rumor. It came out last minute that there would be maybe a reunion special. And I was like, there's mm-hmm. no way. They, you know, the new year's almost here. Like, how would they do all that? And they already had did it. So maybe yeah. they do feel nostalgia too a reunion special is one thing it's just kind of everybody's kind of back together no one was reprising a role if you will i was i was thinking so i watched the special this morning (laughs) before watching it again (laughs) (laughs) well Um, to be be like he didn't know he was going to be coming over to last minute so I mean, why not watch it twice? I'll probably watch it again. Or whatever. <laughs> I'll probably watch it too, since I kind of there's some things you miss. Yeah, <laughs> it is. You do miss, and so I was thinking in the second time watching it, like talking about the nostalgia and all these reboots. Like twenty, thirty years from now, will they remake? The they Harry better Potter not. <laughs> they better. We not. feel we feel that way, and I'm sure other generations feel the same way about no. the reboots we yeah, had seen in the right. remakes. But yeah. I was thinking about that while watching it, like. What's gonna happen? Who's gonna play yeah. these Harry Potters? And then everyone's gonna be like, "Oh my God, the reboot's so much better!" And we're like, "No, we will no, fight you." We were there the, original the original is so much. That's better. how I feel about just about every reboot. They're gonna try to keep that cash cow going for exactly. as long as they can. <laughs> and I'm glad that you got to see uh, the actors in person. I mean, the closest I ever came to, I mean, just having a character in my life is is my dog that I named Draco. <laughs> I found him one day at my house and he is so blonde. He looks like a Malfoy. Like he is a toehead, right? Kinda. He is a platinum blonde. And so I named him Draco and that actually fits because he's an absolute dick. <laughs> he's a jerk. So I'm like, you're the perfect Draco. And he's really probably the coolest yeah. cast member to be honest with you. Like he's in real so life. Funny. He's funny. The he's, others kind of distanced themselves from Harry Potter. He embraced him. it. Tom he Felton. still embraces <laughs> yeah. it. He, I see him every once in a while doing these he reads these thirst tweets and, I love and all that. this stuff about all him. The he's jokes still about Slytherin. Would you like to slither into my yeah. sheets? You know? <laughs> so he's cool. He's you know he's really cool about that. So even though I didn't invite you to London, Nancy, mm-hmm. I knew you back then. Mm-hmm. Um, Universal Studios is building another theme park, so their third one, and there's going to be another Harry Potter land there. It's supposed to open. 2024, 2025, they, they really just kind of started the whole project. COVID kind of shut right. it down a little bit. But it's going to be another Harry Potter land. So, so are we going to that one? Uh, you know what? Are we I'll, going with Josh? Pack your bags. <laughs> I'll, I'll meet you there at some point. And one of you lucky listeners will win an all-expenses trip. <laughs> just kidding. No. Okay. Well, Travis will be paying for it. You know? Yeah. No, I didn't say who was paying for it. We'll just drive over there. We'll just take a little road trip. Yeah, even if I have to meet you there, you know? Yeah. We'll have to recreate that picture we have. I was going to say I want to recreate the picture. I lost a lot of weight since then. Now I could actually fit inside the phone booth better. <laughs> That is a tiny phone booth. It's a tiny phone it booth. It is a tiny phone booth. They because need they're... to tear down the lost continent, whatever that junk is, uh, in Islands of Adventure. Just take that down <laughs> and junk. extend Harry Potter world. Well, then, well, they just actually refurbished Poseidon's Fury there, and they're going to reopen oh. it. So Lost Continent's not going anywhere. Uh, but, I like the Poseidon's uh, Fury they attraction. Just, they just fixed it up. Well, what but is I, it now? They're just fixing it up. Oh, it so is, okay. they're just good, refurbing good. it. I liked it. That was But funny. I've heard some rumor. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Nobody can quote me on this. Mm-hmm. So I watch these Disney and Universal blogs pretty much every day <laughs> just to say, I'm a nerd. I'm an entertainment nerd. And, um, you know, live entertainment. And actually, I want to get into theme park entertainment. Mm-hmm. But right behind the Diagon Alley area is the Fear Factor Stadium. And it's been closed down for a while. Yeah, that show, how long ago was that on? Yeah, Fear Factor was so early 2000s. <laughs> but yeah. it, it was still operational, I think, up until the COVID yeah. shutdowns. Oh, okay. So now it's completely shut down since it's right behind it. 
they should tear that down and make it like the London Ministry of Magic. Have mm-hmm. another ride in there. Like, I, I'm like, hire me. I will help I've you seen one of those develop shows. this. Do they're a fantastic they're pretty cool. Those Fear Factor shows they do, you know. But uh, yeah. yeah, tear that crap down. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't need to be. Rumor <laughs> is that at Epic Universe, their new theme park, it's supposed to be based around kind of the Fantastic Beast mm. world. Not necessarily focused on Beast, but some of the different Ministry of Magics around the world, which I think would be cool to to, to see and to tour. You know, there's some in London, there's Absolutely. some in Brazil, there's Ilvermorny here in the States, in Massachusetts. Right. Another weird, random, nerdy fact of me, I spent a summer working professional theater in Williamstown, Massachusetts, which is the hometown of Ilvermorny, the American School of Witchcraft, as a little mountain That's there. True. Forgetting the name of the mountain. <laughs> but at the very tip top of that mountain is Ilvermorny, and I would look at it every time I leave, and I'm like, Ilvermorny. <laughs> the question is, what house are you in Hogwarts? I'm Ravenclaw through and through. Now, the older you get, like, you know, we're, we're, we're not just one house. We're all a blend mm-hmm. of others. I'm a Gryffindor. <laughs> I am uh, absolutely a Gryffindor. <laughs> uh, yes, um, I'm a Gryffindor. Like, it, it brings mm-hmm. me back and forth. Mm-hmm. But as we were just talking about a fan- Fantastic Beast, April 15th, mm-hmm. 2022, is The Secrets of Dumbledore, the next movie nice. coming I out. I definitely want to see that. I saw the trailer and I loved it. I'll and probably be there wearing a cloak with my magic <laughs> wand. What I haven't done that yet. I have my wand from Universe. I, I have the stuff. Do. I have it. Well, we so are go. we like going to go see the movie together? And notice Josh did not we say can. what house he is because he's Slytherin. He doesn't want to admit it. I put myself in Gryffindor. <laughs> you put yourself in Gryffindor, but you a Slytherin. Everyone likes Gryffindor, but I am a through and through Ravenclaw. I'm a nerd. It's I am nerd too. House. But see, I am like equal part. In fact, at um, in California, I went to the Universal lot and we... They put the hat on us like it was like a back tour thing, and they put the hat on us, and uh, it was it's at Gryffindor, and every test I've taken is Gryffindor. Except wearing Slytherin colors today, though. Huh? Wearing Slytherin colors today. You're right, I am wearing <laughs> Slytherin colors today. But and that's it's fine. also a Star Wars shirt, not Harry Potter. Because I couldn't find my Potter shirt, and I was already late to go to Josh's. Because you stayed up too damn late. Well, excuse me. I'm, I'm, she knew we were doing this, and she was not prepared on many levels. Though. Now y'all are being like Slytherins to me. I feel like a Hufflepuff right now, and y'all are picking on I'm me. I'm probably a little bit Slytherin, too. I mean, we all have a little bit of all the traits. Yes, definitely. Yeah. All dogs are Hufflepuff, and all cats are Slytherin. What? And one of mine, I'm a Ravenclaw. <laughs> yeah. What is that? What animal is that? My family, though, is like the perfect. We, there were four of us. Okay, me, my brother, my mom, and my dad. Each one of us perfectly represented the houses. My dad, pure Ravenclaw. My mom, pure Hufflepuff. Me, pure Gryffindor. My brother, absolute Slytherin. That's awesome. <laughs> So thank you, Travis, for coming in today and talking thank about you, Josh. Harry Potter. Thank you, Nancy, for having me. So guys, before we go, any New Year's resolutions? Um, to uh, go to Europe with Travis uh, to you know tour Potter, and you can come too, Josh. Travis, like eat, drink, that, sleep, more Harry Potter. That, that's, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nancy's resolution is more like a multi, long-term, 10-year plan resolution. Oh, no, no, no. This is going to happen in 2020. we got to go to Orlando together first. Let's do baby yeah, steps. Yeah, we'll do baby steps. Absolutely. And before, real quick, besides Potter, tell everyone what year we are in now. Like, what venue? So, you know, since... Uh, Betty White. Miss Betty White had such an impact on us. We are now, today is January 1st, 2022, A.B. After, After Betty. Betty. So she was that much of an impact on the world that we have collectively decided we're changing how we measure time, and now we are in 
baby. I always think of the proposal when she's in the woods singing to the window, to the wall. (laughs) (laughs) On the proposal. It's great stuff, man. Oh, shoot. Oh, yeah, she's so. eating alligators and Lake Placid. And <laughs> no, she's she's eating cheesecake right now with the girls. My new resolution is to save some money so we can go to Orlando. How about that? That sounds good. I need to like make some more money before I can start saving some money. Saving some weight like Nancy. Always a goal. Yeah, it should be. <laughs> you oh. get paid enough to save money. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> so buy ads on our show, please. <laughs> How can I take this incredibly small check and save money off of it? So that is going to do it for episode eight of Flat Chat. Of course, we're on all the socials, too. I want to see that photo of you, too. Oh, the, yes. Uh, we're going to put that up on our Facebook, and that's really cute. We're going to definitely recreate that picture. We need to get Josh in there, and now, uh, with, yeah, all three of us, and flagging down the other night bus. Can that booth? Uh, now that I can since I lost weight, but you need to kind of stop putting some on for just <laughs> from the whole, no, just, I we do can make it. I'm better. making fun of we'll you. Josh is, Josh is not. If I poke my head through the glass or something, it'll be fine. <laughs> okay, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. You can listen to this podcast wherever you get your podcast at. And uh, also, if you want to send us some mail, Nancy. Yeah, you could just uh, send us an email or, you know, request. Just say, hey, what's up? Or have a comment about the show in general. Flatchatpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for being here, Travis. We enjoyed having Thank you. Thank you. And Happy New Year to all of your listeners. It's Happy New Year to you. 2022 AB.